0: Welcome to Your Voice with Dr. Susan, a podcast featuring interesting interviews on a variety of topics. On today's show, you will be hearing about food and mood. Dr. Joseph Rodino, psychologist and college professor, Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you for inviting me. I'm pretty excited to talk about uh, this new area in um, mental health and in psychotherapy. Great.
0: We're very excited. I know my listening audience is very happy and excited to hear about this topic. So can you tell me a little bit about this whole new area that's really exciting and so important in the field of
1: psychology? This area has sort of grown out of the area of gastroenterology and biology and uh, the medical field. Um, But what they're starting to find now is that diet actually can have a very specific effect on our mental health, our our anxiety, our depression, um, the way people who have ADD or children who have ADD um, behave, maybe even people have autism. It's a very new area, so we don't have very specific things yet. But it's very interesting to find that that the health of our of our stomach, of our our gut, is actually possibly having direct connections to our brain functioning and clearly our behavior. Um, diet does not mean, um, you know, restricted calories or we're trying to lose weight. Diet means the food you are putting in your body.
0: Okay. Great. And when you say behavior, that we're now, the research is now showing that the foods that you put into one's body is really affecting one's behavior. Can you give an example of that?
1: Well, um, so one example would be, we have learned that children who have ADD or ADHD um, have been somewhat more affected, you know, if we see some of the studies, with foods that have red dye in it, like artificial foods with red dye, not red foods like, you know, um, a red apple or a pomegranate, but like artificial red dyes, it actually can make the behavior worse in the children. We know, you know, growing up for generations that sh- sugar can make people more hyper, caffeine makes people more hyper. So clearly, things like that are um, have been well known for you know decades upon decades. But now we're seeing that certain foods can actually worsen a condition. There's some implications now that they're looking at bread products like gluten products can um, have more of an effect in a bad way for kids who have autism. Um, So they've they've seen that if you change the diet of a child who has ADHD, it's not going to completely cure their attention deficit problems, but it can definitely help with the behavioral problems. Um, Some people report even better than medicine alone, and obviously behavioral therapy, too.
0: So it sounds like what people can do is really test it out for themselves. So I'm just thinking um, there might be a listener out there who has a child with ADHD, Mm -hmm. and to really experiment, maybe to just start one week and remove products with red dye, or products with um, decrease the amount of gluten that a child's eating and see if there's a difference. Is that what you're recommending?
1: So I definitely believe, you know, Ren, I'm not a nutritionist, but if I'm working with a patient um, and this child or this teenager, even this adult has ADHD, I'm going to assess, well, what are you putting in yourself? Um, you know, what, what artificial foods are your chi- is your child eating that might be making their condition worse? And then the basic obviously sugar.
0: I know in my practice I do talk a lot about food with all of the people that I see. That when we eat certain foods it's going to affect our moods mm-hmm. and it's going to affect the way we feel and the things that we feel like doing. So uh, one of the things that I found that people report is carbs. When people eat too much carbs mm-hmm. then they become tired and then they feel a little bit moody. And for some people, that can make them feel more depressed. Mm -hmm. And then what happens with that? So I'm wondering, are there examples that you have read about or that you see with people?
1: Well, I've definitely seen that when people start to take a much more uh, active approach to the food that they're putting in their system, that they start to feel... The word I've used is lighter, but not physically lighter. Things feel lighter mentally. The anxiety feels a little bit you know a uh, smoother you know the edges taken off um, and that, that could be a product of them having more control in their life cuz now they're looking at something or and this is where like the professional stuff is looking that maybe the foods that they are now ingesting is actually changing their body chemistry and when you change your body chemistry in your in your gut we know that it can directly affect what messages your brain is receiving can
0: you talk a little bit more about that in terms of the research that what you're finding in the field
1: so you might have heard of probiotics. It's in yogurt, and you know people take it for, for good health. Usually when they have stomach problems, like doctors will say, oh, take probiotics. Now they're finding that specific probiotic strains, uh, specific bacteria, basically specific bacteria, might be having more of an effect on the messages that our brain is receiving. So here, for example, you might have heard of serotonin. Serotonin is the... Uh, One of the the chemicals in our brain that when it's a right level, we feel less depressed. When it's lower or not being used right, we feel more depressed. You know, we only thought that serotonin resided in our brain. Most of our serotonin is actually made in our gut. Um, And those messages that are in our gut actually get sent up to our brain, you know, through a, a specific nerve pathway and can change the way we're feeling. There are types of uh, you know yogurts and um, other dairy-based products that have these probiotic strains in it. They have seen that there has been some change in the way like mice will act when they're given a certain bacteria to ingest versus mice that are not. People report, and again this is a self-report, that they, they're feeling less depressed or less stressed. That's usually what keeps coming up, like stress is easier to manage.
0: I'm wondering if you would recommend as a good start just actually becoming more aware of how you feel after eating certain
1: foods. Would you agree with that? I would agree with that. Um, is there anything else you would recommend? I guess I could talk a little bit about the way I started with this. Right. I had a conversation five years ago with a woman who was a vegetarian, and she'd recently become vegan. It always interests me when people choose a vegan lifestyle after you know not having been vegan forever. And I just asked her, oh, you know, is it due to biology or is it due to... Um, you know, you, you do you want to change your physical health, or is it more of a spiritual thing? And she said it was a combination of the two, more of a philosophical for her, not really, you know, to lose weight. I was like, oh, I was just kind of interested. And then she started talking about this new area that, you know, how like a vegetarian lifestyle can change your body chemistry. She recommended a book to read. Um, it was called The Omnivore's Dilemma. I think the addition of the specific foods, the yogurts with the probiotic, the kefir with the probiotics, and then prebiotics. Prebiotics are basically the fiber we eat to keep the probiotics alive. So a probiotic is the little organisms, the little guys that are in there making enzymes and digesting our food, breaking it down. Those
0: are probiotics. Those are
1: probiotics. Probiotics
0: are digesting our foods. Yes. Inside of us.
1: Inside of us. Okay. They're little bacteria.
0: And antibiotics will diminish those. Yeah. That's why when you're on antibiotic, it's so important to have added probiotics. Yes? Yes. Okay.
1: So the definition of a probiotic is any type of biological organism that's going to help us in a positive way. Probiotic, probiology. Antibiotic is against biology. It wipes out the bad things, you know, the the bad strains and the illnesses that make us sick. But also, it's kind of like friendly fire. It's also killing off all the good bacteria we have in us. And I'm saying you can't recover from it, but it's like kind of like a major onslaught. Think of like a major tide coming in and washing away, you know, like, not only all the dirt around, but also your house. So you're you're, you're knocking everything out. Right. Prebiotics, P-R-E, are the foods that those little organisms, those probiotics, need to live. So what's happening, people will take probiotics, like all, all these healthy strains, and then they go eat a diet that those little guys can't live off of, so they die off too.
0: Just by adding a couple of different things, you're saying you can really help.
1: If you're having some real serious health issues or some very serious mental health issues, obviously go to a medical professional. But for those of us who, you know, are um, not suffering so much with, uh, maybe not at all with a, a diagnosable medical illness, um or have some you know some depression or some anxiety or just feel unfocused or confused or distracted um, foggy things like that things that all reside in our head maybe these diet changes can actually as make you feel better
0: as you said and I just want to reinforce that for anyone that's experiencing any kind of um, medical problem they should absolutely have a full medical evaluation from a physician. And I recommend that to every single one of my patients anyway, and I'll look at blood workups, and Mm -hmm. I think that's very important. I mean, I oftentimes um, recommend to the people that I work with to actually journal to see if there's a relationship between the foods and moods.
1: There was a study in France that had people, a small number, definitely under 40 people, and they had them eat like a fruit bar that had different, you know, bacteria strains, probiotic strains that are beneficial for you. And at the end, these people reported that they felt significantly less anxious, depressed, stressed, and somatic. And somatic is when you know your thoughts can affect your physical health. So they've actually these people in this trial, in this study, Um, actually reported a significant difference.
0: Interesting. This is really great, Dr. Bardino. This has been very interesting. I would love for you to come back and tell us what you find after you do some more Mm -hmm. research, and we'll see how this uh, whole field unfolds.
1: Excellent, thank you. Anything that
0: you want to add in terms of letting the listening audience know?
1: You know, get out there. I think, you know, you said it, Dr. Bernstone. Get out there, start doing your own investigative work some keywords might be microbiome, mental health, microbiome health. And you can read some pretty user-friendly books. And there are books that are written by medical doctors and new, uh, people with nutritional backgrounds that tell you how you can make these changes. Um, so I would recommend getting out there, testing things out for yourself. Do the journaling. Um, and you're going to start to discover things and, you know, you're going to start feeling a lot better. Thank you so much for being here on Your Voice with Dr. Susan. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening to Your Voice with Dr. Susan. If you have a topic that you would like to hear about, or you would like to be on the show, you can send an email to Your Voice at susan dot NYC. Again, that's Your Voice at drsusan.nyc thank you